0: Welcome to Public Showering, created by me, Sophie Duncan. This is the only podcast designed specifically for pole artists, aerialists and movers of all kinds who want to learn how to build amazing choreography, tell your stories and be the best performer you can be. Part of my Sadasi Creative Coaching System, I'll help you unlock your full fierce and creative selves using professional dance, theatre, choreography and circus tools, plus a hint of real-life backstage stories and some simple confidence-boosting skills. On today's podcast, we're going to be talking about building a character from scratch, using lots of things that you can question all by yourself. It's very simple, it's very easy. Let's get stuck in. So one of the first things about creating a character that I at least see in poll is that I think that sometimes we have an idea for a character, but we literally don't ask that character enough questions about themselves. So just for a little hot second, I want you to ask yourself some questions. All right. So some of the basic things. What's your name? I think we can all do that. What is your job? What is your favorite color? Where do you live? How old are you? what is your gender all right let's just go for these for a start how many times have you asked that of a character that you've invented for a poll routine because i'm going to go ahead and assume that at least half of you have never asked that i think most of you might have asked the question of like how old am i because sometimes we like to play characters that are older than us or younger than us um also um questions about your circumstances, so your present circumstances, like, uh, am I single, am I divorced, stuff like this. Again, a lot of us, we like to build um, characters that are dealing with some kind of relationship thing. So that answers the question pretty quickly. Am I married or am I single? Um, some of us are dealing with things of like, do I want to break up with my somebody? And it also occurred to me quite <laughs> frequently that actually because i think the world of pole is very it's not very feminine that's the wrong thing to say but there's a lot of women doing it rather than men doing it currently well we all know a few male pole dancers obviously we do but still it's quite a strong female thing which we like or at least people that identify as female so most of our relationships on stage tend to be with another woman, even if we're straight. And that's mostly just because it's convenient, because other, my, most of our other pole friends happen to be female. Sometimes you'll get like a guy or sometimes people, I know that they bring their husbands on stage, they their friends, their boyfriends, their whatever. And so at least, you know, you can already ask your character, am I straight or am I gay? Because in real life, I mean, I'm straight. I don't intend to use a female on stage for anything, but, you know, if I use my friend, let's say, Emma, Emma Coffey, who some of us all know, um, she did a a piece recently where she had her friend Kaylee on stage as her partner. She's straight in real life, but it's just convenient that her friend Kaylee was around and is a decent actor, and that was it. But... We did never really had a discussion or they never had a discussion. I was helping her with that piece about whether she was gay or, or straight. And it didn't really make a difference to that in some respects. Because it was just, you know, as a world, we just accepted, oh, okay, they're a couple, fab, cool. And it's perfect. But when it comes to you creating a character, there's a ton of questions that you can ask your character that will help so much in your choreography. Because it will even help the way that you dance and move. Okay. So I'm going to give you a really basic example right now of if you really want to do this, you can go ahead and do this physically, or if you're in the studio right now, or if you want to take this idea to the studio, just to like literally, and they said play with yourself, play with your idea. Um, <laughs> then, then this is a very good one and a very easy one. So. Go ahead and either create, I don't know, 16 counts of movement um, or just use a combination of movement that already exists. It really doesn't matter, but just go ahead and use something that you already have in your body. And I want you to change the age of the person doing it, okay? And this is a very fun game because I think start yourself with something ridiculous, like you're five years old versus 85 years old. And we already know that the difference in movement is going to be giant obviously because a 5-year-old is really playful they tend to fall over their eyes are wide they also don't care about how they're doing it they sort of just go for it they 5-year-olds haven't still developed the movement yet because they're literally still figuring it out i mean most 5-year-olds might have only even been walking for like 3 years and you know even that's quite complex so you know, one really fun way is just to go and go ahead and do a pole routine, which, you know, a five-year-old isn't necessarily going to be doing um, a giant split halfway up the pole, so it's something to consider. But, you know, like we can also suspend reality. And what if a five-year-old could climb halfway up a pole and perform stuff? How would they climb the pole? Because they wouldn't climb the pole in a... Okay, I'm 32 years old. They wouldn't climb a, th- a pole like a 32-year-old athlete... Um, but you can suspend reality for a hot second and you can ask yourself, okay, five-year-olds can't climb poles like this, but what if they could? And you can always still move your body in a way. So already you're going to be developing a movement language that might be different to how you were going to do it in the first place, which is great. And now do exactly the same thing, but then do it as an 85-year-old. How did an 85-year-old complete this movement? And again, we can assume that the 85-year-old is your average 85-year-old, the... You know, they've spent most of their life in a working man's club somewhere in, I don't know, Derby, And <laughs> maybe they've been smoking all their life or maybe they've got an injury and stuff. Old people aren't going to move that fast, okay? And I'm sorry, I'm generalizing. There are some absolutely fierce 85-year-olds out there that, no joke, you've probably got much better physiques and bodies that I possibly have. I'm, as I said, 32 and believe me, my knees and my ankles are not working anymore. But anyway... As a general, as a general, play with that concept. And the more you go into your character, the more you can answer various questions about what they're doing. So I already mentioned it in a different uh, podcast, but I'm going to do another one based on that, because also it's very, very useful. Something called the Given Circumstances. And I actually just, randomly from nowhere, mentioned a couple now. Maybe this person smokes, maybe they're from Derby. Does it matter if they're from Derby versus they're from London? Not so much. However... If you ask somebody, where are you from? And let's say they are from the Amazon rainforest versus London, that's going to change the way they move their body. So if you want to mess around with your character, these are things you can do. And it works in two ways. First of all, it either enhances a character that you've already got to make them more rounded and make them more interesting but if you're not sure about how to do something one day if you've made a piece of choreography and you're just stuck you know i just want to do something different i just want to make something new asking your your character some questions can actually make you move differently as well it's a very good way of changing the way that you're you're going to do your choreography again for an example am i like This is what you'd call the present circumstances. Am I happy? Am I sad? Am I drunk? Um, Is it first thing in the morning? Is it the last thing at night? These things, as you can imagine, are going to change the way you move. So just an example, I'm going to just throw out some little little ideas. And if you want to get a pen and paper and do this, you can. Otherwise, just listen back to the podcast. Um, But of course, if you head to Sadasi, I will have far more information in a lot bigger sense so you can get more out of it so if you're already subscribing thank you and if not it might be something to consider if if making characters is what you're wanting to go down so first of all your history character part character profile number one your history and that includes things like yeah what is your name Lots of us don't like to give our characters names and I think that's weird. I love giving characters a name. All my characters have had names and it doesn't matter that the audience don't know that. And sorry, just to rewind for a hot second, all this information that we are asking a character doesn't need to be known by the judges, by the audience. This is for us to fulfill our character in a more deep, deeper detail. So, uh, yeah, so your history, what is your name? Please name characters. They don't have to be good names, they just need to be a name. What is your name? Do you have a nickname? Um, if you have a nickname, how did you get the nickname? How old are you? Big, big question. Big, helpful thing. How does your age affect your feelings about yourself? Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of education do you have? Uh, are you intelligent? Are you? Did you never even go to school? And again, this might all these questions aren't necessarily relevant to a character that you're making, but for some characters it is. For example, maybe, um, again, if you have, are you educated? That really changes the way you are, because generally, educated people stand taller, they seem very proud of themselves. Less educated people are sort of more, in my opinion, they look busier, they they are maybe educated in a different way, they're more streetwise, Uh, they're more physically intelligent, And again, that changes the way they move. And again, it's it, your your education really changes. Again, if are you from a private school, because you know Prince Charles isn't walking like I'm walking. Okay, (laughs) I went to your normal like grammar school, not grammar school. I guess public school which isn't a private school. Yeah, <laughs> a normal state school. Goodness me. So Brookfield Community School in Chesterfield. Okay, it was a nice school. Uh, we, didn't, we didn't have fights. There was other schools in my area that definitely had fights and had a general demo- demographic of people that could beat the shit out of me. And, and luckily I did not go there. But of course, the way that I moved in my school was probably very different to if you're in a really rough school, you know, you might be ready to battle. <laughs> um, other questions. Are you well-traveled? Did you have a great childhood? Um, What's the worst thing you've ever done and the best thing you've ever done? These are the kind of things that you can ask your character about their history. The next thing is your present circumstances. Okay, so these are things that are happening for you right now in the age that you've decided. So let's say, I'll just make myself the example for this. 32, my present circumstances. So uh, first thing would be like, are you married, single, divorced? What's your relationship status? For me, I'm... I have a boyfriend that I've been with for six months. Yay. Um, how How do you feel about your marital status? Do you live with someone or do you live alone? Do you have children? How do you feel about all these questions? Where do you live? Who's your best friend? What's your social life like? The social life one is a good one as well, actually, because if you're a very social butterfly, it might really change the way you perform. And what's interesting about this is you as a human in real life, might be very shy like really really shy but what's great about character building is you can build a character that's completely large in life and wild and it has no effect on you whatsoever in terms of what you do in a five-minute routine on stage and again another thing i'll talk about is that the stage is this magical place on earth where you can get away with anything you can literally kill somebody on stage and you will not go to jail OK, so you can create a brand new person. And that's when everyone says, oh, my God, but you're not like that in real life. This is so amazing that you're doing something so wild. But it's because the stage, although it is terrifying to many of you, try not to think of it like that. Try and think of it as it's the safe space where I can get away with murder. Literally. Interesting. Um other questions for your, your current circumstances, your present circumstances. Are you an honest person? So things about your character, like are you honest, are you dishonest? Are you independent? Um, are you a friendly person? You know, these kinds of things. Other questions you can ask for later what are the future. So the future, especially in poll, depending on what your, your, your character is doing in that poll routine, It changes again the time of what you're going to be doing in your act so if I think back to my piece called the traveler um, which was about a girl who she was ready to run away with somebody in my mind it was a friend Um, so she was ready to run away the the current circumstances that we were in somewhere about 1940 something we're in the Second World War we're in London to me that was important we're in London um so that gave me answers to what am I wearing? What does my hairstyle look like? Um, and also I had a suitcase with me. Um, and the, the future changed. Uh, sorry, what I was thinking in the future changed during the act. So in my mind, I was arriving on stage about to meet my friend and we were going to go and we were going to run away from the war. That was what we were going to do. But then as I arrived on stage, there's a piece of paper which just said in my mind and so the audience understood i'm sorry i can't that's what it was so at this meeting point so then it changed the future of my piece so originally i was about to go on an adventure to another part of the country that was what was going in my mind and now suddenly i wasn't so again it's interesting to play with what the future of your character holds during the piece because it changes the the energy from what's happening right now to what am i thinking later And again, it brings you back to if you're not a very confident character in that piece, maybe it would have changed the decision. So in The Traveller, the whole choreography was about me wondering whether I should go alone and am I strong enough to go alone? So that meant that all the choreography was about this, should I, should I not? Am I strong enough? Am I not strong enough? And at the end of it, she was strong enough. She was like, I'm going to do this on my own because her character... I guess in some ways reflects me as like, fuck it, I'm going to do it anyway. I, I'm not sure if I'm right, but I'm going to do it. That's kind of, I think, me as a human. And it also translates into the character for me. But I mean, if I'd asked you the question, if my character was shy and scared, maybe I maybe the, the outcome of that piece would have been different. Maybe instead of me running off stage with my suitcase in hand, proudly walking off stage, maybe I would have sat in the middle of the stage and... Huddled up to the pole and cried. You know, these kinds of questions really change the way that your piece is going to make. And again, if you just want to find a tool to play with this on your own, then, you know, take a piece of choreography that you've already made, if you already have a pole theatre routine or something like this, um, and change the outcome. Ask yourself a different question, which is the opposite of what you have in that piece, and see what happens then. And a new piece will be discovered. If you don't have a piece, Look at other people's videos. Look at my videos. It doesn't matter if you can or physically can't do the choreography. But why don't you ask yourself, what if she'd done this? What if she'd done this? And see what happens. The next thing... Um, this also relates to physical and vocal qualities. And generally speaking, we don't talk in, in poll, although I think that we should do it a bit more. Um, but your, your physical ability... Literally as a person, dictates what you're going to do. But also, what you feel like you're going to do in the piece will change as well. Obviously, like I mentioned before about the age. But also, maybe your character is really, really strong. Maybe they're really soft. Maybe maybe you're playing a... I don't know, let's think of a very soft, soft character a librarian maybe (laughs) maybe you're a librarian Um, you know think about the physical qualities of your character what's your energy level are you loud what physical impression do you give like are you a big person like as in like do you know sometimes you imagine that someone is taller than they are because of their confidence because this is interesting to me A lot of people think that I'm taller than I am, because I think that I come across quite confident. Again, whether that's true or not, is is different. But I think people think I'm quite tall. And when they meet me, I'm actually not as tall as people think, (laughs) which is an interesting concept. Because generally speaking, people that we perceive as confident, we also assume that they're taller than us. Whereas people that we think are very shy, we assume that they are shorter. And again, if you've never thought about that before think about your friends and family or people that you just know even in the studio and guess their height based on you it's a very interesting thought (laughs) other questions your emotional qualities are you an envious person do you get embarrassed easily are you an introvert or an extrovert are you easy to get angry are you easy to laugh again qualities you can ask your character throughout your piece to see what that reaction is Um, and one of the final things or oh, the final two things actually is your intellectual quality, okay? Which sounds very weird, <laughs> but people who again think they're intellectual, <laughs> we all know that person. Which everyone coined the term from Peter Kay from a long time. So sorry if you don't know who this comedian is, but if you do, coining the term Uncle Nobbed. <laughs> Most of us have an Uncle Nobed. Uncle Nobed is the person that thinks they're the most intelligent person in the room and they will tell you about how to do everything, including things like pole dance, which is, you know, hilarious. But Uncle Nobed <laughs> is a person that might not actually be that intelligent, but they perceive that they are. And that's an interesting character. We all know that person. And it's an interesting way to play somebody <laughs> someone that thinks they're intelligent, but they're not. Whereas, Think about people that you, again, perceive as being um, intellectual and imagine how they actually communicate and how they talk and how they hold their bodies and how they think about things. The very final thing is your likes and dislikes. Simple. Simple. Easy things to question, but easy things that also relate to the poll, the objects you decided to put on the stage, the audience, all kinds of things like what bores you the most, what stimulates you the most, uh, what's your sexual orientation, um, how do you feel about sex, um, do you like adventures, what's your favourite time of day? Again, these questions are things that you can ask your character to enhance what it is that you're making. Okay. I'm going to stop us there right now because again I can keep going on this forever but if you've enjoyed this podcast head over to Sadasi where you can get so much more and go forth and have fun building your characters <laughs> see you next time if you're loving what you've been hearing in the public showering podcast you have to experience Sadasi www.soduncan.com slash it's the online community that is everything you've been hearing in public showering plus so much more it's where you can get one-to-one help bringing all these ideas to your own work. It's where you can learn new creative coaching tools not shared on the podcast that will blow your mind even more. And it's where you can hang out and chat with other Sadasi members just like you and help each other unlock your creative potential. It's fun, it's chill, and I'm there for you when you need that little bit of extra support. So come join us at www.soduncan.com slash It's been a pleasure to have you with me today. I'll see you there. Love you, bye-bye.